from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the April 26th edition of the Hammer Down Racing Report. Welcome, race fans. I was told I was supposed to do like uh, some kind of... Welcome, race yeah. fans. No. Yeah, no. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, that, that that works for somebody. Live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, Ron Miller joining me. I'm Scott Hammer, and uh, another fun-filled, exciting edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report in store for you tonight. Yeah, we're going to be talking about sprint car racing. A little bit uh, different uh, with some uh, issues. Perry, uh, with the rec report, had some... Uh, internet trouble this week so we'll talk more about that a little bit later uh also we'll be talking about the sprint car world championship at uh mansfield going on uh, i guess practice tonight and then uh tomorrow night and saturday when the when it counts big money a lot of racing over the past weekend and uh one uh, particular gentleman we're gonna pot him up right now got a uh, feature win out at uh, fremont uh, are you there dustin Yes, I'm here. Dustin Stroop picked up the uh, 305 feature win at uh, Fremont. They started a little bit early. It was a little little different arriving there in the middle of the afternoon, but it was still pretty cool. But uh, Dustin Stroop on the phone with us. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and uh, your racing career. Um, I, this is my 13th year racing. Um, I actually started out racing stock cars at Sandusky Speedway on asphalt um, when I was 14, and um, I made the switch to dirt sprint cars in 2008, and um, still at it, you know, still at it now, 10 years later, I think it is, and uh, um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, And you're still enjoying it? Yes, yes, oh yeah. Um, We've had some ups and downs, but, you know, that's how this sport is. I mean, you can be on top of the world one week and um at the lowest you know not even make the show the next week you know it and i think that's what you know keeps us coming back is the the thrill and the uncertainty of it too (laughs) you know it's for sure it's not scripted so so what prompted the switch from uh from the asphalt stock car to uh, getting in a, a dirt sprint car well we um that year it was the end of 2007. We sold our stock car, and we were um, trying to figure out what we wanted to do, and we were thinking either asphalt modified, I think they were called E-mods. Um, sure. Yeah, asphalt modified, or do we go dirt sprint car? And, um, well, let's just say I'm glad we went with a dirt sprint car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Now... Scott Hammer and I uh, both have a fair amount of laps at Sandusky, uh, usually in the winter. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I understand what you're talking about. The, <laughs> the dirt's definitely a lot more challenging. It is, um, you know, throughout the whole night. The competition, um, you know, this 305 division in Ohio, I would say is one of the most toughest divisions around. Um, I mean, you have there. There is easily ten cars that show up each night that you know can go out there and win. Um, and you have a lot of variety. You have um, young, younger people like me. Um, well, even younger people than me. I'm 27 now, so <laughs> there's a couple that are a little bit younger than I am. Um, and then you have 
um, the older guys like Paul Weaver, John Ivy. I mean, the field is very diverse, and you know, John Ivy. I think he's, I think he sits fifth or fourth on the Fremont's all-time track win list. He has like, I think it's fifty-six wins or something like that there at Fremont. And um, and he's raced almost anything and everything that's on the track. Yes, if it's got four wheels, Mr. Ivy has driven it, <laughs> I'm sure, and he's probably won in it. Um, I have a ton of respect for them guys. You know, they, like I said, with the, the amount of wins that they have, experience, um, you know, we like to we like to race them hard. You can trust them. And... Um, you know they're they're very very tough, and then when you can go out and beat them and hold them hold them off like I did, <laughs> that, well, and, and that I was makes gonna, you feel I was real gonna, good. I was going to ask you about that. You know, I, I know that there were some very very heavy hitters in the in the field last week, and uh, tell us about that particular race. How, how did it play out for you? Um, pretty good. I mean, starting on the front row definitely helps out. Um takes a lot of stress off of you, I, I think. And, um, you know, within the first couple laps, I knew we had a great car, and, you know, I, we're rolling pretty good. And uh, it was we had a couple cautions in that race, so I kept looking up at the screen, the scoreboard in the infield, and counting the laps down, and I think it was the last caution that we had. And I look up at the screen, and it said lap 16. I'm like, okay. I got a heat race left. All I got to do, I got, you know, nine laps. It's a heat race. And then the next thing I see, and it caught my eye, the running order scrolled past. And I seen the 77i in second. And I'm like, oh. Oh, that's a good thing, right? (laughs) I said, I need to to hit my marks, you know, and just do what I need to do. And um, I knew if I could, if I could hold them off through one and two, I felt we were pretty dang strong in three and four, and um, if I could just keep them behind me for, through there, we we had a shot at winning, and and the outcome we we ended up picking up the win, and uh, it's my second win at Fremont, and um, that place is tough. I don't I have a love hate relationship with <laughs> Fremont Speedway, and yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a tough one to get around. That's for sure. Well, from the stands, uh, Perry and I actually were out there watching the races at, uh, at Fremont this weekend, and it looked like uh, you had a pretty uh, dominating car. Uh, but from what I what I understand is uh, it took uh, quite a bit of work to get that car uh, ready for racing uh, this past weekend because of something that happened at Attica the week before. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing wrecking a-, a car this early in the season? I, <laughs> hey, I, I mean, it happens. Like I, like I said, you can... It you can go from the highest to highs, the lowest to lows. That's just how this sport is. Um, yeah, I got it caught up in a little mishap uh, at Attica's opener. Um, I think it happened on like lap two. Somebody had spun, and I didn't see it until the very last minute, and um, just come along and I hit him pretty good. We were actually able to finish the race somehow. Um, though, like I said, the whole front of the car was bent over to the one side. Um, suspension wasn't really working too well, and uh, we actually come from the tail back up to seventh. So you didn't and use then, up a top wing, right? Well, I mean, it it 
it kind of crinkled to one side, so <laughs> really? I had to rip the wing apart, you know, get uh, everything all taken care of and put a new sideboard on, and then on top of tearing the car down and getting it over to the frame, you know, the frame shop and getting it straightened back out. But in the end, all that hard work that we put in, it obviously paid off, and, um, you know, I, me and my dad were just out there pretty much every day, you know, last week, just kind of thrashing, getting everything done, making sure we had everything, you know, ready to go, everything now, in the car. Was, was this one of those cases where the car was better after you wrecked it and straightened it? Um, that happens sometimes. That is true. Uh, this is a brand new car, so I'm not 100% sure uh, that, you know, for, um, this past weekend at Fremont was the second night on this car, so oh, no, I've really not, you know, gotten a chance to, you know, see what it was like before it was bent. <laughs> well, I'd say but, at least you don't have uh, much to do to get ready for this weekend of racing, but uh, Attica and Fremont are both off. Uh, are you doing any mm -hmm. racing this weekend? Nope, nope. Um, I actually just finished all the main, weekly maintenance on the car um, before I, you guys called, and uh, I think I'm going to head on down, weather permitting, to Mansfield on Saturday to watch that Sprint Car World Championship race. Um, uh, I think I would have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I was actually just watching the live stream of practice before um, you had called, and they have they have a ton of cars down there already just for practice and. I think that's going to be an awesome event. I just hopefully Mother Nature can play nice and uh, let that let that event happen. Um, this is Ohio, you know. You guys know how the weather is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second winter, third winter. Hopefully, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> winter V two, winter V three. <laughs> so I was going to say, I think this has been the longest winter that I can ever remember. Yeah. So, so this this was your second win at uh, Fremont, correct? Uh, that you picked up on Saturday. Yes, correct. Tell us um, uh, what was when what was your first win there? The first win came in 2015 there um, during the Jim Ford Classic. Uh, it was a 305 race as well. Um, if memory serves me right, I may have started on the front row of that one as well. I have a I. <laughs> I mean, it seems like the past two wins that I've had, I've started on the front row, and um, we've won the heat race as well. Um, I picked up the Great Lakes Nationals win in the 305 division last year at Mansfield. Um, How was it racing at Mansfield? I, I haven't been out there since they uh, switched it to dirt, but I, I want to get out there. How was, how was that track? I, I can it's imagine it's good. huge and fast, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. It's got some decent straightaways. I would I wouldn't compare it to Eldora. Eldora is more of a bull, you know, and a lot of momentum speed. Um, Mansfield is more of a, I don't want to say a paperclip, but... A little bit tighter corners, to, though? Yeah, you have to turn at Mansfield. Eldora, you kind of just, you know, it ride, you ride around that place. And um, I've ran uh, a non-wing car at Mansfield and... Um, that's kind of hairy, but <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, had you You're... ever been to Mansfield uh, before it was paved when it was in its original dirt form? No, okay. um, I I never. I think I that's think before actually... that's before my time, even. Uh, yeah, that might that would definitely be before my time. <laughs> 
Um, but no, I I had not gotten over there um, prior to that, or I never raced there when it was asphalt either. Um, so last year was actually the first time that I had I had ever even seen the place. I we never went down to watch the truck races or anything like that. So um, last year was the first time I've seen it, and I like it. I obviously um, won there. So, of course, I'm going to like it, but um, it's a neat place. That that place has a ton of potential for sure. I mean, it's a great facility, and, you know, um, just hopefully weather can hold out. And What um, what other tracks uh, do you uh, plan on hitting here in 2018? Um, I think we have a couple races at Lima Land and Lima. Um mm-hmm. Waynesfield, we're uh, gonna go back to Mansfield, and I think, I think that may be it. I don't think we we're really traveling anywhere else. Um, I used to race 360, so we traveled all over, all around uh, Michigan, Ohio. We went to Pennsylvania, um, Indiana, and I've kind of I'm kind of over the the whole traveling thing every single weekend, you know, for racing. So that's kind of why we got back into 305s. I can drive five minutes down the road to Fremont Speedway and a half an hour to Attica. And um, travel, I mean, travel time, it, it definitely took a toll on you, you know. And um, I'm I'm more happy now. <laughs> so more you, content n- with no major driving. plans on going World of Outlaw racing and traveling the entire uh, country? No. At least no, not this year. That, not this year, no. That that would definitely be, that's a dream come true job right there, uh, to be able to run the world of outlaws, to have, you know, the, finance, the financial backing is the biggest thing. I mean, to be able to run what they race 80, 90 times while scheduled, scheduled to run that many races, and um, to find financial backing, that, that's hard very hard to do i i think even at a local level um it, it's tough <laughs> sorry i was but, reading something <laughs> really <Nope. laughs> so what what's your uh favorite uh, actually wanted to ask you uh do you have any plans uh to uh, move up to to the 410s are you content running 305s i mean where, where do you see yourself maybe like five years down the road and and are um, are the 305s that much less expensive than a 360 or a 410 <laughs> no they are not <laughs> i will i will say that i've had plenty of uh discussions and conversations with friends and um some other people you know why why didn't you continue racing 360s or why why don't you want to run 410s um i i the 305s the initial buy of a motor you can pick a motor up for um 7500 bucks we'll say um that's a decent motor that's what we paid for ours um it, but the rebuilds on them, you can spend the same amount of money rebuilding a 305 engine as you can a 360 and a little bit more for a 410. Um, is it smart? <laughs> well, I think that answers itself. But <laughs> but you're in your comfort zone. Right, yeah. I've done 360s. I've raced non-wing 410s. Um, I never got a chance to run a, a wing 410, but... um. 
But you'd like I, to at I, some I, point, I, right? If, if it's assuming the financial point, yeah. backing is there, you, you'd you'd be all for that, it, right? Correct. If it's there, um, yeah, I'd be all for it. But I'm I'm pretty content with where we're at now. You know, it's the 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 engine is probably the biggest cost thing. Tires, I I heck, I ran used tires Saturday at the track and. Um, would we have been better with new? I don't know. Maybe, but um, you can pick don't, up. Don't tell the other competitors know. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, um, we're t- we're talking with uh, Dustin Stroop, three hundred five uh, sprint car racer, Attica, Fremont, former Sandusky stock car driver. I did not know that. Um, what what uh, I guess uh, out of the tracks you've raced at, what is your favorite track to race at? It's a. Uh, hard-fought battle between Limeland and Waynesfield. Um, those two tracks are definitely, if I had to choose, I would say Lima. And Lima would be number one. Um, Why is that? Waynesfield. I like the short, um, the small bullring type high bank track. It's. It, I just think Lima is a blast to race at. Um, and <laughs> the other thing, too, a couple of people think I'm uh, kind of crazy about I love tracks that have walls around them. I love the kind of Eldora. Um, they always say, you know, man, that's kind of scary getting up there against the wall and running right on the wall. And I said, no, no, you can bounce that right rear tire off the wall. That wall's going to hold you in there. You just got to be a little careful with it. <laughs> just a little careful. <laughs> it's your friend. Just, it can be your friend, but it can be your worst enemy. But, um, yeah, I would say Lima for sure is number one. It's this tight, high banked, um, little bull ring. I like them them type of tracks. You said uh, that you got at least one event uh, there this year. What uh, what are what night are they running three hundred fives there? You had to. Ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think there's. I think June. It's sometime in June. Um, well, we we can look on the the Lima Land website. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll cover three that of them. I think three of them. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna be there three there's, times. Um, actually, two times because um, I'm going to Italy in oh. June for a nice little vacation. So, you bringing the sprint car um, with you? Do they race sprint cars in Italy? I'm not sure if they do. Um, if I brought that over, they might look at that like, what in the world? It might be hard getting through customs. Or at least yeah, maybe on right, the way yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> they might they might frown upon that. Are but, you, um, are you got gonna... your passport yet? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I've been right. out of the country a couple times, so um, I'm looking forward to that. That would be pretty neat if I could get like a – a Formula One test. <laughs> there you go. You know, test session or something at uh, one of those tracks over sure. there. That'd be pretty cool. We'll use our connections a, and uh, get our feelers out there for you. Dustin, yeah, I, yeah, was, I, I was just <laughs> I, I was just thinking back. You said that you uh, your racing started at Sandusky. Uh, are you <laughs> the only one from the Stroop family that that raced there? It just seems to me that I, I've I've heard that name over there before. Um, my I don't think my dad ever raced there, but my grandpa. All right. Um, Ron's old Chuck, enough. Ron, Ron's been yeah. around. Could be. Could very well be. Um, Chuck Stroop. He okay. had the Flying S. Um, 
oh shoot i don't know what it was like six cylinder it was like a sprint car i would say like the early but, sprints yep yeah before before they evolved into you know the yep. wings and i think maybe roadsters maybe is what they were called yeah I, i'm not I, I've I'm not seen, 100% I've seen, sure. I've seen, actually, there's some videos of those old cars hiding somewhere on the Internet. So mm-hmm. It's hiding. Very yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandpa, um, I'm a third-generation driver. My grandpa raced, and um, my dad raced uh, stock cars. And I don't know if they were late model, right before they become super late models. Uh, he raced at Fremont. Um, I think Attica as well. Um, so a lot of then, race, a lot of racing in your family. Ran, then probably ran Millstream yeah. too back in the day. Yep, Millstream, um, McCutcheonsville. Um, Scott did Scott never even heard of that one. I've heard of it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> did you have you did you get to run at uh, at Millstream at all? Um, I ran. Yeah. I ran there back in 2008, I think. Okay. I ran one race that was about my first year. When it came back to life for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Were you announcing there then? But I, I, I was there for a couple of late model shows with some sprints. I don't remember. All right. But uh, <laughs> if, if you liked walls, you yeah, must have loved that place. I was going to ask, well, how do you like that track? It, that was early in my career when I, I didn't really know what I was doing yet. So, <laughs> So back then, walls um, were intimidating? Yes, yeah, those walls. I think, heck, those are those are tall. Those were um, yeah. <laughs> them some walls. They're looking down on yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, they're looking down on you exactly. <laughs> so, are you running for you running for the uh, the three hundred five championship at uh, at Fremont, Attica, <sighs> the Fast Series? Uh, what what are you running for those championships this year? Or, you know, you're going out of, to, out of the country to Italy is probably going to hurt that That's... unless unless you scheduled it correctly no no i did not <laughs> you um, blew that one huh yeah there's a we're going to be gone the weekend of attica's they have a double points night and oh, well that's gonna hurt <laughs> that's yeah so to answer that question no i don't think i'm going to run any points or prefer any points um races this year uh maybe i don't know i don't think fremont races that weekend that i'm gone um so we may be able to be in contention for the Fremont points. I, well, I don't it, like it's a good start. If you keep winning, maybe <laughs> yeah. it's a moot point. Yeah, there you go. Uh, right. Just, I don't see that's. I don't like to race for points. You know, it puts a ton of stress on you. I think um, I just go go for Ws. You know, and the points will come. You know, just go for the wins. Be consistent. The points will follow. So and heck, maybe. Last race of the year, we look at the the points. Oh, hey, we're we're in the lead, or we're in fifth, or you know, whatever, what have you. So I th- I have a feeling I have a feeling if it's late in the season and you're up in the top three, you probably will you won't be like, oh, yeah. hey, look at that. Huh. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll probably start. You know, okay, well, we need to do this. And my mom's very she likes the stats, you know, and the the points racing and. Um, well, you need to you need to finish you know ahead of this guy, and if you're gonna win or you know if you, you want to finish here, we need to at least be three spots above him, and you know what have you. And it's I don't. I say, Mom, just just stop. That's, <laughs> yeah. That stuff can drive you nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Sorry, Mom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dustin Stroop, uh, thanks uh, for taking some time to be on the show uh, with us tonight, and uh, we wish you continued success uh, uh, racing at Attica, Lima Land, Fremont, th- wherever, th- you, wherever you're going to be. we a little more about 305 sprints tonight. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, thanks for having me on. Um, I appreciate it. Good talking with you guys. And, yeah, hopefully um, we can continue the success and uh, pick up a couple more wins this year. Congratulations on last weekend. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the racing at uh, Mansfield this weekend, too. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully they can get it in. Um, waiting on the World of Outlaw race to start right now, actually. So. <laughs> It's all about racing. I mean, I I can't get enough of it. I love it. Awesome. All right, man. We appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. All right. Thank you again for having me on. All right. Bye, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Bye. Dustin Stroop, 305 feature winner this past weekend at uh, Fremont Speedway. Perry and I were sitting in the stands there, and uh, somebody, he had a big fan right behind us. I think there was a whole row of fans. They were screaming very loudly. Really? Yeah. Might have been why he won. It, I'm sure he probably heard them. That's how loud it was. Oh, my. Pay some bills uh, live uh, in the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, unless you're listening to us on iHeart uh, Radio, our podcast, then it's probably not live. Probably is Memorex. But they can still call Ron Miller Race Cars. Oh, absolutely. 734-856-7223. Ron was just telling me he's uh, he needs some more business because uh, nobody's uh, bugging him at all and that's why his car has yeah, been kind of quiet, and my race, <laughs> yeah. Cars, yeah, my race car is not ready. It'll be lucky to be ready by May 5th, and uh, customers have to come first. Yeah, and uh, you that's just what pays the bills. I just uh, got my uh, new rear end, so I got to get that. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful rear end. It Scott. is. It's very pretty. It's very heavy, too. Yeah, it's a whole lot nicer than your old rear end. Is it? And is you my know, old rear end bad? Yeah. Bad? Oh. You really need to inspect the inside of that housing because there were a lot of metal pieces that were missing and they wouldn't have been hung up on that little magnetic drain plug so pay close attention otherwise we'll be doing this again next week all right important safety tip not only does he have great uh service and uh parts equipment safety equipment anything yeah he gives good advice so yeah. once again, Ron Miller Race Cars number 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. There you go. Again, thanks to uh, Dustin Stroop for uh, talking some sprint car racing because a uh, big sprint car weekend coming up oh, at uh, Mansfield. Uh, it's their uh, first race of the season, the Sprint Car World Championship. You know, it's, it's $100,000 to it's win. It's very, very seldom that a track other than Daytona throws their biggest race of the year right the at first the first race. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk more a little bit, uh, a little bit more about that in just a little bit. Uh, don't forget to check out our website. Uh, we just launched that a couple weeks ago, thehammerdownracingreport.com. It uh, has links to our iHeart Radio channel, and you can buy oh. our official apparel. See that right there. Uh, we should this this camera should be up as long as I'm talking, and uh, your official Hammerdown Racing Report apparel. Just go to hammerdownracereport.com at the bottom. You can see the apparel there. You know, we're going to have to come up with some sort of a, a spiff for people that buy the uh, apparel and, you know, maybe come to the racetrack. And and what's the spiff? Well, Save 10% off at uh, Ron Miller Race Cars. Yeah. 
I got nothing to offer. Well, we'll come up with something. You can sit in my car. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe Hammer will take you for a tr- for a couple laps around during intermission. Yeah. Um, Strapped to the roll cage. The Hammer Down Racing Report is uh, looking for a producer. Full time position pays nothing. I got a lot going on. I got work on a race car. I got a full time job. I got this show. I got my kids' track meets. Yeah. Very busy. So I need some help. Well, you're looking for something to Don't, don't somebody's look my bu- way. Yeah, I know. You're busy. <laughs> we should probably stop giving out your number. Hey, but, uh, I know a lady that just retired, though. Oh. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll have to talk after the show. Last weekend, uh, action around uh, Northwest Ohio. Jack uh, Hoddenshield earned his second Attica Raceway feature win in the Articat All-Star Circuited Champion Sprint Car feature. Um, was that a good race? Uh, he was. He held off uh, Lee Jacobs. Other, you, you were there. You were there. Tell us. No, was that it? was. Uh, no, I was at Fremont. I wasn't at Attica. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was at a track meet on Friday, I believe. Oh. Yeah, that's what I do anymore. Um. Held off uh, Lee Jacobs. Uh, Doug Dr- Drown won the late model feature on Friday night, and uh, Paul Weaver from Fremont, Ohio, won the uh, 305 feature. That apparently, uh, oh, no, that was a week before Dustin had an issue with. Uh, Gibsonburg's uh, Craig Mintz took the checkered flag. This is the race I saw. This was actually a good race at yeah. Fremont on uh, Saturday afternoon. So tell us about it. Because they started a little bit uh, early because of the cold, which I appreciate that because it was cold even sitting Mid-afternoon, there in the afternoon it was yeah chilly. um perry and i went there and uh they had a, they have this thing where if you tweet uh i forget what you tweet something at fremont speedway and you can win a ride in the pace truck you just got to take a selfie with their uh their, what is the their, the queen the re- i don't know what she is the little yeah. the girls with the little tiaras so perry wanted to ride in the pace truck so we had to run after it was very creepy running after these teenage girls so he could get his picture taken yeah okay but he didn't win unfortunately oh, it was no. very disappointing um but no as uh craig mintz was uh leading and cap henry was uh closing in on him and late in the race over in three and four henry kept diving to the inside trying to get uh, by for the lead and he spun out had to go to the tail so and then then craig mintz pretty much went on and owned it owned it yeah so pretty good racing out there for that um, Dustin Stroop, of course, was a 305 winner. Sean Valeni of uh, Faustoria won the uh, dirt truck feature. And Dustin Keegan from Fremont was the uh, late model feature winner. And faithful listener Corey McCoy won one of the truck races, the heat races. And uh... I was watching his uh, Facebook Live while he was on the track. It was a little awkward with the 30-second delay and the thing was shaking so bad it was i felt like i was tripping yeah, or something. It, it, was, uh, so, it was it was fun to watch though something was a little amiss with his recording yeah uh waynesfield uh bill keeler blew a motor while leading the tough truck feature allowing chris hicks to pick up the win uh, matt westfall was the uh, non-wing sprint winner pickwell ohio's ryan barr won his first ever feature at waynesfield in the mini uh, sprint feature austin scott was another first time waynesfield feature winner in the compacts Lucas Oil late model action. Jonathan da- Jonathan uh, Davenport uh, and Scott Bloomquist were winners over uh, the past weekend. Davenport at Hagerstown and uh, Port Royal for uh, Bloomquist. Uh, this weekend they're going to be at Tri City Speedway in Granite City, Illinois, and Macon Speed Speedway in Macon, Illinois. 
So there's a lot of racing coming up this weekend. We, we got a full rundown, too, coming up. Uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman uh, Late Model Series. Brandon Shepard won on uh, Friday, this past Friday. Billy Moyer won Saturday at uh, both races at uh, Why Not Motorsports Park. Uh, our very own Rusty Schlenk finished 20th and 21st, respectively, both nights. Had I, I, had, 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 had a fuel, I had a fuel issue on Friday, and uh, I, I forget what, what happened on Saturday. But, yeah, it was a tough weekend. But they'll they'll get it figured out. They're they're a good team. All right. Um, World of Outlaw Craftsman uh, Sprint Cars. Darren Pittman from uh, Owasso, Oklahoma, won at Riverside International uh, Speedway in Arkansas on Friday night, and then again at uh, Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 in Missouri. Sounds like a good weekend. On Saturday night, yeah. Uh, some national racing news. You hear about uh, Matt Kenseth? Yep. Coming back to Roush Fenway Racing to pilot uh, Mark Martin's old ride, the number six car. Right. Uh, it's going to be starting uh, behind the wheel at Kansas in uh, just a couple weeks, actually. That'll be his first race back. Yeah, I, I didn't completely understand that. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of felt bad for Trevor Bain because uh, that's who's currently in it, and apparently Trevor Bain's kind of getting pushed aside and is going to have to share that car now Trevor for the rest will of the be season. in the car when it's not possible for Kenseth to yeah, be there. but I think it has but, something but to do since, with sponsorship. But since Kenseth was not doing any racing at all, I, I have to believe he's going to be there most of the time. Uh, I did read something else that said that Matt Kenseth was actually supposed to uh, – uh, take over the six car from Mark Martin or something, but uh, Mark would kept driving for so long in his career that he would have been 39 years old and a rookie if he waited until Mark Martin retired to <laughs> yeah. take over the six car. So it'd be nice to see Matt back in a car. I think. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Busch, he picked up the win Saturday night in the Monster uh, Energy Cup race at Richmond. Scott, I watched that race, and I think... I forgot it was on. <laughs> I, I think it was the best race that NASCAR has put on all really? year. There was a pretty healthy crowd, um, very good racing, three, sometimes four wide. Uh, it was the best race they've put on. Okay. Well, that's good. Talladega this weekend. Yeah, what are your thoughts be, on that? that'll be a different deal. Do you like the Talladega races or, or not? Nah. See, I kind of like it. What, are you big fan of Rex? As long as it's not my car, yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, as long as somebody walks away. Yeah, and they walk away. No, there's usually, you know, a lot of side-by-side racing, a lot of, when they, sometimes it can get boring if they get strung out, but a lot of times it's mostly pack racing, and it's, uh, I don't know. All right. All right. We'll agree if, to if we could just go 20 laps, though, that'd be great because I do I get kind of tired and almost fall asleep. We'll, we'll, agree, to di- we'll agree to disagree that. Super speedways are just not as exciting as the short tracks. All right. Talladega this weekend, 2 o'clock on Fox. It's the Geico 500. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the big race uh, around here, Mansfield. It's kind of around here. Not that far. Oh, it is. It's about an hour and a half, two hours from right. here, I think. Yeah. Actually, I was just out there for uh, a track meet, as a matter of no, fact. Imagine that. Not at that speedway. It was a, a high school. But uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, uh, two races is uh, going to be... Hundred thousand to win on uh, on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, that's yeah. big deal. So, and, but they're practicing out there to, tonight. I believe they had uh, last I saw was like eighty drivers registered for this thing, and there's no All Star Circuit of Champions race. So, it's, and it's not officially sanctioned All Star Circuit of Champions race. And I do remember them uh, saying when uh, Tony Stewart was having issues with the World of Outlaws and his uh, merchandise trailer, 
not yep. being able to have it there because he wasn't a full-time World of Outlaw uh, sprint car racer. Right. He said that, or Mansfield said he was more than welcome to have it at uh, the Mansfield race. I should have had Dustin. So for to all make you sure Tony Stewart fans, uh, you might be able to buy a Tony you Stewart shirt. Be, there you go. I'm sure you wouldn't be able to find it on the internet or anything, but uh, uh, the World of Outlaws are racing down in Texas at uh, Devil's Bowl Speedway in Friday and Saturday, actually. I didn't see a purse on that, but uh, they are taking away some of the uh, World of Outlaw drivers with the championship. Uh, ninth in points, Corey Eliason is going to be at Mansfield. Uh, tenth in World of Outlaw points, Joey Saldana is going to be at Mansfield. Joey so, Saldana is a good racer. Yeah, I remember him at uh, when I used to work at uh, Flag City Motorsports Park. Yeah. Now known as Millstream, now known as soon to be a field after it gets plowed down into nothing because nobody races there. It's very sad. Um, so pretty much uh, all the real all-stars are going to be uh, racing uh, this weekend. Rico uh, Abreu is also going to be out there. Um, Rico's going to be rules. there? Yeah. Oh, He's one of the cool. pre-registered. Uh, Sammy Swindell. I mean, there's a whole, they have the whole list on. Right. Uh, I think it's uh, sprintcarworldchampionship.com slash drivers if you want to see all the drivers. they all alphabetical there. Um, tomorrow night, there's going to be a couple 30-lap, uh, 5,000 to win features. And then the main event, uh, Saturday night, 50 laps, 100,000 to win. They got some big races coming up this year at Mansfield. 50 got, laps in a sprint car, man, that's pretty grueling. Yeah, that's a – yeah. There, there's going to have to be a fuel stop. Yeah, I would think so, especially Mansfield, the half-mile track, yeah, too. Uh, maybe one of our sprint car people can tell us, but I, I don't think a sprint car, especially on, on a yodeling track like Mansfield, I don't think they can go 50 laps. No, I wouldn't think so. No, they had a 30-lap uh, millstream feature a couple years ago, and they had to do a fuel stop because they had a few cautions. So, I don't, yeah, it would be interesting, though. Yeah. But uh, I believe uh, the last I saw, too, there was only two camping spots left. So if you wanted to camp there this weekend, eh. There's yeah. always the prison across the yeah. street. Is it, oh, you're talking about the haunted place? That's the one. That'd be cool. I want to go there. Not to go camp. Well, that'd be cool, too. Want to but... borrow my motorhome? <laughs> Which one? The one you tore apart? That's just a... No, no, no. Oh, that okay. one's gone. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. That's disappointing. The one that was at Sandusky. If it made it to Sandusky, it ought to make it to Mansfield. All right. Um, so, yeah, you got uh, your forecast uh, for Mansfield this weekend if you are planning on going out there because uh, there's a little bit of chance of rain tomorrow, I guess, um, in the area, not just Mansfield. Uh, but hopefully, The whole entire area. Yeah. Hopefully that'll work through before racing happens. Uh, Friday, they're calling for uh, partly cloudy skies. Ryan Weekman's on vacation this week, so we didn't get the official Ryan Weekman racing weather report. So this is the official Scott Hammer weather racing report. Racing Scott Hammer report. and meteorologist, Im- imitating, yeah. yeah, the Ron Miller Race Cars studio, Part- official meteorologist. Partly cloudy skies will give way to cloudy skies and light rain after midnight. High is 64, low of 41. That's tomorrow at Mansfield. Saturday, cloudy, highs in the upper 40s, and lows in the lower 30s. So bundle up if you're going That's out there chilly. for that. Uh, yeah, hopefully they get that in. Uh, also going on this weekend, Lima Land's going to be in action. Hopefully trying to get their uh, uh, season opening spring fling in, because they canceled last weekend. Uh, that's uh, featuring the NRA Sprints, Modifieds, and Thunderstocks. Pit gate opens at 430, racing 730. Forecast uh, calling for 30% chance of showers going into the night. 
High tomorrow of 61, low of uh, 38. So, I don't know. Who's racing on Sunday? What? I think it's going to be 80 degrees on Sunday. And nobody's racing on Sunday. Oh, crap. But there was a track uh, about 45 minutes south of here that used to race on Sundays. And and the weather's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Um, Waynesfield, Spring Fling uh, happening on Saturday, 28th. Non-wing sprints, mini sprints, tough trucks, compacts, gates at 3 p.m. racing at 6. They uh, bumped up their times one hour uh, again this week, as they did last week, because of the cold uh, temperatures that are forecast. Speaking of that, partly sunny and dry, high uh, 57, low of 33. So on Saturday. On Saturday at Waynesfield. Right. Oakshade Raceway, going to kick off the 2018 season with the Bill Reckner Memorial. That is Saturday night. Sportsman Bombers and Compacts will be in action. Uh, gates open at 4 racing at 7. Forecast for Saturday at Oakshade is a mix of sun and clouds, cool and breezy. The high of 56 and dropping down to 35, so make sure you bring some uh, warm clothes if you're headed there. understand there might be a few late models there attempting to get a few practice laps in. But not yours. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Fly Rock Speedway has uh, Jets opening night on Saturday as well. Late models, figure eight street stocks, pit gates, 330 racing at 7. Forecast up in Flat Rock, Michigan. Mix the sun and clouds, cool breezy, high 56, low 35. Pretty much the exact same as Oakshade. It's kind of weird. Sandusky Speedway going to kick off their 2018 season with the Dick Ensign season opener. Modified street stocks and renegade stocks. Gates of four, racing at seven. Forecast for Sandusky. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. High of 56, low of 35. And a mix of sun and clouds. Cool and breezy. <laughs> could be the official four meteorologist. Oh, man. And then uh, some people were upset we didn't talk about Eldora last week, which you probably should have. Where? Eldora. Eldora. That, oh, yeah. that little track, a few hours south of here, middle of the fields, people race there. My wife was very impressed with the fact that Eldora was advertising on an LED sign up in the Toledo area. So if you happen to see that, let me know because I thought she was, you know, she's <laughs> retired and I'm thinking <laughs> now she's seeing things. Well, they got the, uh, the lid lifter... Uh, Event happening is the uh, first American Late Model Series uh, race of the year, paying five thousand to win. That would be for the late models. The American Late Model Series, yes. Yeah. Well, you said ALMS, and some of our listeners oh. may not be American Late Model Series. Thank you. Uh, forecast for Eldora on uh, Saturday: it's going to be cloudy, highs high in the 50, low, high high is in the low fifties, and lows in the low thirties. Really. Mm -hmm. Had a different forecast. And these are all from the official WTOL uh, First Alert uh, Forecast okay. app. First Alert app. Weather app. That's what. First Alert weather so app. So Ryan Weekman did those for us before he went I'm on sure. vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can type in locations. Uh, and then that's it uh, pretty much uh, for this weekend around here. Toledo Speedway is opening uh, May 4th. Attica and Fremont both off this weekend, but they'll be back in action the following week, uh, May 4th, with the Adkins Group Amerigas Night. Uh, Friday at Attica, Fast 410 Sprints, the Attica Oakshade Late Model Series Challenge Series, and uh, Fast 305s. And then Saturday at Fremont will be the Amerigas Propane Open Wheel Shootout Night. Fast 410s, Fast 305 slash 360 Sprint Challenge, and Boss Non-Wing Sprints at Fremont. Cool. So, Our good friend Chad Wilson, I'm sure, will be there yeah. with his non-wing sprint. Okay. 
So that, that's about all I got, really. Record report. That's what I was going to say. Uh, he sent it to me on my phone, and it just it, whatever format it came in, because he didn't have internet, he couldn't email it to me. He's got it all recorded. It was, uh, it was very nice. But uh, so unfortunately, no record report this week. Maybe you can call mm-hmm. us at uh, 419-214-0925. Yeah, because this just, just that's, that's just not the same. And apparently it stops when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It hurts my ears. He does have a new beginning. We'll play that. He sounds like he's in the witness protection. The witless protection? Yeah, something like that. So, okay. So hopefully we'll get uh, the the record report sorted out next week. Uh, also, coming up next week on the program, Tom Cole from uh, BCSN, local uh, Buckeye Cable Sports Network. I'm excited about that. Tom Cole is a really neat guy, and uh, we'll be talking not only motorsports, but the health of sports in general and how it how it plays out to the fans. Uh, it's going to be a fun, it'll be a great show. It'll be interesting. Tom's a, Tom is a, an interesting fellow. He's very energetic and uh, very excited and excitable and outgoing. Yeah. And I used to work with him years ago, so uh, looking forward to that too. When we were over at that other place. Well, yeah, when I was, yeah, when I worked at that other place, that's true. Yeah, good, and, good and I forgot he, about that. he was, he helped us a bit when we had our, uh, our radio show at, at that other place. Did he? Yep. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Cool. I'll have to ask him about that. So uh, Tom will be in the studio uh, next uh, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, Facebook Live. Uh, don't forget to, you can find everything, hammerdownracingreport.com. Don't forget to listen to us on iHeartRadio, on demand. Just search Hammerdown Racing Report or just go to hammerdownracingreport.com and then you can click right, there's a link right to our channel. And don't forget, you can go to hammerdownracingreport.com and buy your official Hammer down, racewear. Yeah, hold on, point to it. Let me uh, cycle through. There we go. Now I got gotcha. you. You're, you're, you're on. there. You're on. You're okay. on. Okay. See that, that? There it is. <laughs> and here. Oh, you can see the back now. You can see the back. Yeah. Oh, perfect. There you go. You I'm sure your... everybody's excited now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to make this go back to. Uh... Oh, I wouldn't try. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, and there's other. There's not just black shirts. There's all kinds of other apparel and. Right. There was something Perry was going to get uh, uh, his wife as well. There are some under ladies' undergarments that I didn't put on there. No kidding. Yeah, I, there are, but I didn't put them on there. At least I don't think I did. No, I'm with, curious. With the, with the Hammer Down logo on yeah. it? Oh, buddy. <laughs> Please, it, folks, go to hammerdownracingreport.com. And, and, if, I, don't, and I don't think they're on there, but if by some chance there's a request for what I can make that available really mm-hmm. and you know the the they, ladies they underwear could, that you could pretty much wear is an eye patch really they, they have those available they could come here and model them since this is a podcast <laughs> yeah i probably get some more uh, people watching uh, i'm, I'm sure, sure. Oh. Uh, don't forget to give ron miller race cards a call 734-856-7223 race season is here and he's got stuff. He's you got fuel out in your truck. Is that for just you, or is that uh, no, for no, no? Me? That's that's customers. Oh, really? What yep. do you got? Race fuel, one ten. I'll have pretty full, uh, pretty full menu of, of race fuel uh, in the coming week. Oh, and if people want to to get that, you're just going to have it at the shop then. At the shop. There you go. 
And uh, if you're not familiar with Ron Miller Race Cars, where he is located, you can call him and he'll tell you, 734-856-7223. Or you can just... Uh, 7135 Whiteford Center Road, just, Lambertville, Michigan. Just across the, the state line up in uh, Michigan, just north of Toledo. Two miles north of Alexis Road. Is it even two miles? Uh, not quite. And they just repaved the road right out in front of oh, uh, your place. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. yeah. Getting See, there's that, another story. That, that but shows you how important Ron Miller Race Cars is. Like a mile. And for, and in, well, half quite, a mile. Half a mile of beautiful pavement. But before not, you get to that is a little bit of a problem. Yeah, but that's that's a different township. Those turkeys. Shows you how important Ron Miller Race Cars is. If you're interested in advertising on the Hammerdown Racing Report, uh, check out HammerdownRacingReport.com. Click on Advertising on there. It's got our contact information and uh, also advertising rates. And if there's something on there that uh, doesn't, that you, maybe you have something else in mind, we're flexible. We can we can do other things. We can hold up signs, you know, that's a you know, little thing, whatever. It doesn't really do much on the uh, iHeart uh, Radio podcast. People would just be wondering, what are they holding up? We'll have to go look at our Facebook page. That's it. Facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report. So thanks for tuning in. Again, we'll be back uh, next week, 7 o'clock. Facebook Live. Hammer, Miller, Tom Cole. I guess i got to play this thing, too. Going to be a great night. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Enjoy your weekend. Cross your fingers that Mother Nature uh, will cooperate. Go to a short track race somewhere and take somebody that's never been to a race. We'll see you Saturday at Oche. See you. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.